to the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast. Today, I am joined by none other than fan favorite Ian Dixon. How are you doing on this fine spring Hamtramck day? Sunny Hamtramck once again. It was a lovely day. It kind of surprised me on my way out of work. It was like, oh God, it's warm out. I don't need this coat. Yeah. I'm kind of, I was thinking to myself while I was walking around mm-hmm. hauling beer back from the beer store, which we'll get to. I was thinking, I wonder, will the infamous bike riding Ian Dixon approach my porch? I thought about it. Uh, Did you? Do you have it like winterized right now? No. The tires are all flat and shitty and that's the problem. Uh, otherwise, I would have, yeah, I would have biked it. I walked around and I think Scottcast is going to get some new legs now that springtime is back. Mm-hmm. Because when I'm out and about walking around, you know, doing my thing, I always get the best ideas and the best insights. And like during the winter time, I mm-hmm. never get a chance to kind of spread my legs like that. Right. So I, I kind of become a weird, like I'm used to being kind of a hermit from in the winter time. So I never noticed this about me before. But I think when I get confined in cabin fever, I start becoming very uncouth in general. Mm. You know? Yeah. Because I'm so cabin fevery. When I am in a social situation, like it's like being thrust at like 100% mm. right away. And it doesn't always bode well for me. <laughs> but anyways, we got these nice beer that you brought from uh, from, from your monthly subscription at Batch Brewing Company. So we're going to do yeah. a quick beer review before we dive into any of all that nonsense. Okay. All right. So you've already had a few of these yourself. This is uh, month number two. Okay. This is the second installment. So we, yeah, we tried February last time. It was like, it felt like a spring drink, right? It felt like a kind of a porch sipper. Uh-huh. And this one is, uh, this one's a bit heavier. What's it called? Well, it's called Dessert Smasher. Right. Sounds delicious. Um, it's a variant of another beer they have that's called the Dick Smasher. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's a variant of Dick Smasher. Yeah, so this is Dick Smasher plus cocoa nibs, vanilla, and lactose, and then aged in 10-year-old Dickel bear, bourbon barrels. What, tickle? Dickle? Dickle? Like George Dickle. Oh, that's where that the dick bourbon, comes from. Yeah. I thought dickle were, bourbon barrels. I thought they were just trying to be rye. I, 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 I didn't realize that the dick came from something. I'm not sure if the actual, like the the standard dick smashers bur, 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 bourbon barrel aged. This one's dickle bourbon barrel aged. Okay. So I just imagine the other stuff would be too. That's why they call it Dick Smasher. Yeah, I think they call it Dick Smasher because it's got a lot of booze in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like someone just punches you in the dick. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to having a sip. Let's have a sip right now. It's very boozy. It's very boozy. It's thick. Yeah, kind of a motor oil consistency. <laughs> we are like selling the hell out of this beer. <laughs> in a good way, though. Yeah. Uh, sure. It's, it's got a lot of sweet notes for it's sure. Not, it's not like bad motor oil. It's like putting fresh motor oil in your mouth. Yeah. It's not like bad. It's not like uh, you haven't taken it to the shop in years. Right. It's just very viscous. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's been, it's got a couple miles on it, but besides that. Yeah. Stouty? Stouty is what it is? Yeah. It's pretty heavy. Um, okay. It's like a meal. You wouldn't want to. This isn't one you can slam and, yeah, like one can a day is like, ooh. 
It does feel like a lot. We're drinking them out of these fantastic frosted horn glasses, so it feels appropriate. This is probably the only real way you can actually use these frosted horn glasses because they don't refill well yeah. after they've been used. Mm-hmm. You know, because it gets warm quickly, and then it's like, why are you drinking out of a weird horn now? Yeah. But it's good for one. One horn of a dick smasher, please, Mm -hmm. is what you should order at the restaurant if you want some. (laughs) Tell them Scott Cast sent you, and you want one horn of dick smasher, please. (laughs) I don't need food because it's a whole meal. Yeah, you definitely get the the cocoa and the vanilla. It's a lot of sweet notes, but you can tell bourbon, too. Give it a sniff. You, you can tell there's some bourbon in there. It's a little bourbony. Mm-hmm. It's a little bourbony. That dickle bourbon. Yeah. We need to have some dickle bourbon on the podcast. Getting dickled with Scott Cast. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the episode. If you want to have a, if you want to help fund the getting dickled with Scott Cast episode, I don't know how much they cost. Well, it's pretty cheap. We should start a bunch of GoFundMe's for episodes. Yeah. That are just absurd. <laughs> you know, like, GoFundMe. Because, like, most GoFundMe's are, like, really sad mm-hmm. medical catastrophes people are trying to pay for. Yeah. You know? And, like, we can, like, make their thing seem more important. This could be our public service. Yeah. By flooding GoFundMe with the world's stupidest ideas and asking for money. Like Ian with Ian? Like Ian with Ian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. That's what we should be doing. That's that's our public service to the world is highlighting and underscoring the importance of literally anything else. Yeah. That's what's going to make Scott Cast City really tick, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Since we're beaming Scott Cast and our, you know, podcast stylings mm-hmm. into people's ears 24-7 in a kind of post-apocalyptic scenario, they're going to be able to really fine-tune their sense of survival in this cavernous underground space. They're going to abstract from our original podcasts and build a theocratic little cult about it. And they're going to use that to explain life in the cavern, you know, life in Scott Cast City. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll be long gone, but we'll still be potting in these people's souls. And that's my plan for Scott Cast. I've been, I went to the coffee shop today and kind of really wrote it down in a notebook to kind of... Get it solid so that I can focus my efforts. Yeah. So we're crowdfunding to build Scott Cassidy? Well, a brick at a time, you know, because one page on the internet being like, we need a billion dollars to create a Scott Cassidy. Right. That's a little... Are we going to have currency? Are we going to have a currency? Mm -hmm. Well, maybe we're going to have to develop a currency. I imagine that's going to kind of happen naturally as we descend into the depths and uh, disconnect ourselves from the... Upward doomed world. Yeah. You know, I'm not too concerned about the logistics of that quite yet. Mm-hmm. When we don't even have a hold, Ian. True. We it got filled in. We 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 cried a little bit about it on last episode. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna cry about it a little bit on this episode. I drove over it today. Well it was like the tiniest bump. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Cassidy, the world's tiniest bump. <laughs> That makes sense. That's where we're starting. But like, I've always been a man of ambition. Yeah. And, you know, I don't, it doesn't daunt me that Scott Cassidy is but a bump going the wrong direction right now. <laughs> you know, was it going the wrong direction or is it a little indent? Is it, a, do we at least got some, a little bit of clearance under, underground? I mean, it's, 
It's not smooth, so part of it's up and part of it's down. There's like a Marianas Trench of Scott Cassidy where it's <laughs> the deepest point right now. That is a little bit deeper than the standard surface. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's all I needed to know. We're making a little progress is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> We're almost there. And we haven't even went out and did any work ourselves yet. I mean, we might as well start on Holbrook at this point. Have you, you driven up to Holbrook? By yeah, the, uh, that's true. There's some deep potholes there. Or really even my alley. There's some yeah. there's <laughs> there's at least one pit that you can like barbecue in. <laughs> Next to my house is just fine. Next to Scott Cast headquarters. It makes a lot of sense. It's more convenient really. Yeah, I mean and we're already farther in. Okay, so now the new well we'll update GoFundMe and say Thank you. Uh, thanks to your contributions thus far, we have made it five feet into Scott Cast City. <laughs> we didn't even need to dig anything yet. That's just yeah. a pothole. Heck yeah. So this is good beer. Yeah. It's immediately producing great topics. <laughs> Scott Cast is the podcast that has perfected the art of imbibing just enough to create good content. There you go. So do we have any other uh, dick news this week? Oh, we've got so much dick news. Like, yeah, we're not going to call the episode that, but <laughs> believe you me, there's plenty of dicks in the news mm-hmm. this week. And I'm not talking like jerks. Like I'm not trying to stand on a, you know, a soapbox and mm-hmm. decry my, my thoughts upon these people. Yeah. But dicks have made it in the news the more ubiquitous form of dick, the male genitalia. Mm-hmm. First thing, dick news-wise, I want to relate is a personal story. That's right. Okay. It is a story that says, because like, yes, we're starting Scott Cassidy, and yes, we are essentially positing me as a god king. Drew, send you some more pictures. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, no. Honestly, those were the best show notes we've ever had. (laughs) previous episode like if i had a if we had a scott cast award ceremony yeah uh the award for best show notes would go to the last previous episode purely because we had this photo of drew completely naked holding a mirror in front of his genitalia a rather small mirror and (laughs) (laughs) pointing it towards his face so that uh, the image produced uh, a two-faced drew uh, one uh, the normal Drew upon his shoulders, and then little, little Drew between his legs. Alas, we're not going to have a sequel to that, so the award still goes to the previous. So, personal story. Let's hear it. little personal story. Sometimes I go out and I drink a little too much. Mm-hmm. Not like not like slovenly, mm-hmm. you know. Okay, so this is what happened. Sabelle and I, uh, Sabelle, she gets a check. Right in the mail because she finally did some optimizations of her uh, some stock photography she does online mm-hmm. as a side thing, and she got her first like across the threshold for payment. And she was like, "Ooh, yay!" So we went out and on the town and celebrated. Mm-hmm. We went to Firmdale to get some dinner, and they have this restaurant. I think it's called like Black Eyed Betty's or something, and it's got a beer list that's like the size of a large poster with yeah. very small print. Yeah. Waitress comes by, you know, ask us what we're having, and, like, we're ordering. And I'm like, oh, jeez, I need to pick a beer. So I look in the left column where it has all the different types, and I see one that's, like, American Wild. And I was like, oh, that's enticing. It's an enticing name. Yeah. 
American Wild Beer, that's an enticing name. Mm-hmm. So I get it. I'm like, uh, this one. Uh, and I just get it. And she's like, okay. T- writes it down. Mm-hmm. Comes back. She gives uh, Sabelle her drink. And then she pulls out this like huge bottle, like with gold leaf on the label. And, and like she uses like this tool to open it. And she pours this beer in this weird glass. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, shit. I didn't check the price. <laughs> I look at the the most exclusive beer in the world. It was the third most expensive beer in that menu. (laughs) And it was $30. Oh, damn. I didn't know beers cost $30. That's insane. You know? Mm -hmm. Like, this is like the exclusive beer club kind of beer. Like, is it $30? Like, is it for an exclusive one of these beers? Um, It's $10 a month, and I get four cans. It's $2.50. Yeah. Okay. So mine literally cost more than ten times, twelve times the this very exclusive batch brewing beard, which is quite frankly a little better. <laughs> Delicious. Mm-hmm. You'd think we were sponsored by Batch Brewing at this point. We're paying them. We're paying them two fifty. <laughs> we're splitting this one. <laughs> but still. Yeah. Well, you know, batch brewing, we got other brands of beer at the table here. We only had the one batch brewing beer to imbibe today, but we also got a beer from Brewwork and it's craft mead. It's called Verbose Frenzy. So you can only imagine how great the potting would be once we imbibe in that. Yeah. I buy this beer that's $30 and I feel pressure to drink it. It is high alcohol content. I'll give it that. So mm-hmm. at least it has a little bit of bang for the buck. Mm-hmm. I get this beer. And we go to a show with the High Strung mm-hmm. uh, playing and Ryan Delahaye and the Claudettes. Ryan Delahaye comes up to me and he's a creative writing professor in his own right. You know, mm-hmm. so like he's into he's, he's a very literary person. Yeah. And we get to talking and we're talking about the High Strung. And the cool thing about the High Strung is they recently had a movie based on the lead singer's book, Bird Box, come out. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> everyone's heard of it because of the memes, at least. Right. So that's so they have this. So he's got this literary success going. And like I'm talking to Ryan, I'm the high strung's about to play. And Ryan, and like we get to saying, like, uh, oh, have fun listening to the high strung. And then Ryan Dillahay, like, you know, gives me like a little quick little punch in the shoulder kind of thing. And like he's like, yeah, I'm not at all jealous of his literary success. Ha 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 ha. All charming, like, right? Mm hmm. <laughs> And I, me having drank thirty dollar beer, yeah, respond, <clears throat> yeah, bird box, more like bird dicks, <laughs> <laughs> out loud while he was walking away in a crowd full of Josh Mallerman fans, awesome. author of Bird Box, <laughs> <laughs> New York Times bestseller, Bird Box, well played, sir. <laughs> so that's my personal dick news: mm-hmm. me being a dick, yelling dicks in public. Gotcha. I thought you were gonna. It was gonna be different. You were like doing the bird box challenge, and you got some dicks in the face or something. <laughs> okay, so you were going to a much darker place. <laughs> you, you were like, I thought you got sexually assaulted. And <laughs> <laughs> you were like, Scott is gonna need some real help. This is like, this is not gonna be a real episode. I'm just letting him tell me how he's comfortable telling me things. So you drank too much and said a stupid thing. That's not a big deal. Right, right. I mean, otherwise, I I was effusive and praiseworthy of them. Yeah. You know, some guy came up to me 
Like, and he said things worse, and he didn't get that embarrassment factor. Yeah. Like, he was saying stuff like, yeah, I love the high strung, but, like, I, I just don't get it. I don't really hear a hit in their work. And I was like, really? You're just saying that at a high strung concert? Where it's, like, people are shoulder to shoulder because it's a small room? Yeah. What, look what the fuck. And, like, I have to participate in this conversation. But he didn't have any ounce of guilt. <clears throat> is that what, what matters to people, is if there's hits? First off, like, there's literal hits <laughs> in their repertoire. <laughs> so, like, if you just wanted to talk logistics, but also you're at somebody's event. It's a small venue. It's a small town. Mm-hmm. You know, don't, don't run your mouth. Yeah. Don't run your mouth. If you, if you want to, like, talk person to person about, like, a, about your thoughts, that's mm-hmm. one thing. Yeah. But, like, in a crowded bar... Don't do that and don't yell, bird box? What about bird dicks? That's my personal dick news. Okay. Which is good. It's mostly just dicks in vocabulary Mm -hmm. rather than dicks in action. Another name for erectile dysfunction. (laughs) (laughs) Dicks in action. Get it? Dicks in action. I got confused because it sounded like my last name. Oh, dicks in action. Oh, my God. (laughs) Name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Which spelling are you going to use, though? Uh, your name, action, obviously. Okay. That's going to draw the fans. Your fan favorite, Ian Dixon. There you go. And if, like, oh, come on. That's already a classic episode, just <laughs> knowing it's going to be called Dixon Action. I'm so excited. Which one are you going to go for? We're, we're, we're switching beers here. We're going to try this mead. We're going verbose frenzy. Okay. So, like, Dixon Action, he knows that is the name of the title. And he's going to he's gonna bring some action. I can feel it. And we've got some great topics coming up for you guys. After this audibletrial.com forward slash Scottcast break. That's right. I put music in the background of these now. So I noticed yeah. last episode, yeah. So, like, it's like an official ad now. That's because, nice. Yeah, because we're talking about a great product that more people need to sign up for. You know, you know, we're getting a lot of newbies coming to the pod, mm-hmm. you know, over from the dispatch and over from various other like Scott Cat's promotional materials. Mm-hmm. I distribute pamphlets in the streets sometimes in four different languages, mind you. Nice. Yeah. Is it like all the wrong languages? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like it should it's be Portuguese. Polish <laughs> and Arabic for sure. And you're like... Yeah. Spanish, uh, Mandarin. (laughs) (laughs) I made this language up. (laughs) It's just for cool people. Wingdings. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, yeah. So we got new listeners. And so we're like, uh, we're promoting this trial again because, you know, some people might be interested in getting a free audio book just by signing up at uh, audibletrial.com forward slash scottcast. It's an Amazon company, so you know their return policies are great. You know you can just sign up and get a free audio book anytime you want just by doing that. Fake your email and credit card credentials if you need just to give us another uh, hit. I'm pretty sure that's against the terms of service, but hey, we got all this music now. Holy shit, free audiobook. What's that link again? Audibletrial.com forward slash Scottcast. Now back to our regularly dick themed programming. Alright. So I'm finishing up Dick Smasher, but we found some things in the news. But before we get to that, I'm I'm the king of Scottcast, correct? It's named after you. Right. So like <laughs> so I am about to guest on another person's podcast. Mm. I discovered this person's podcast by chance 
uh, someone I followed went on their podcast and posted about it. And I looked in their archive history and it's basically like 150 episodes of what could be considered Scott cast and the Detroit songwriter dispatch kind of combined, mm-hmm. you know, the guy does casual conversation like us with artists, like on the dispatch. Yeah. And he's been doing it for a while. I have my own opinions on this, mm-hmm. but my main thought is like my immediate reaction to guesting on somebody's podcast is I got to bring the fire, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm, we're two pod Kings meeting on a field and I need to decimate him to glory Scott cast. Yeah. But another part of me is like, you're also the guy that says bird box. How about bird dicks? Maybe you should temper yourself a bit. Mm-hmm. So you don't be a dick on someone's show. My question is how much focus do I put on not being a dick? And how much focus do I put on dominating everything about that episode to sh- prove my worthiness as pod king yeah i feel like uh you should consult drew because he's got that's like i i expected you to be like you know you shouldn't worry about being a dick but no you're like you should consult the craziest guy (laughs) you know (laughs) i'm just saying like he brings that dick vibe but he's like so lovable that it's not off-putting that's true that's true that's that's true i'm not sure how he does it but that's something you need to study and and uh hone oh my god drew if you're listening which i know you are because i'm going to tell you we talked about this (laughs) you need some tempered dick i I need we need to have a dick lesson (laughs) (laughs) over skype And we need to do it. Make before. sure you're very clear about what that means. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're gonna have that episode before we do a guest on this thing. So it's gotta be recorded before April 13th. That gives us plenty of time, Drew. Drop a lesson plan. We got this. I need this. Scott Cast needs you, Drew. <laughs> I know we destroyed. You, wait, we didn't destroy his podcast. We tried to destroy his podcast. It was but we Tim's let it fault. Live. I thought. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we let we let Tim and Drew live. Yeah, you know, by the mercy of we our settled stone all our grasp. feuds. Yeah, by episode twenty five. Yeah, about episode twenty five, we were pretty cool with everything. You know, once Feudcast was released, then I realized, uh, you know, we didn't have thousands of fans. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the harsh reality set in. I got a little less combative, but now that <laughs> I'm going on this person's pod, it's like I'm feeling that energy come back to me. Yeah, and and I gotta. I mean, you know, I gotta represent. You know, this is not a. This is this is my life, and if like I go on this guy's pod and get potted all over, like that would be embarrassing. And like coming back home, how can I? How can I muster the troops enough to get this hole dug? Yeah, we're only five feet deep. We need we need at least a few miles of vertical space before we can start safely going horizontal. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. The architect I'm consulting, yeah, tunnel architect. He's real smart. He's the smartest. That's what she said. What the tunnel architect's the smartest? Yeah, yeah. She's, no, she, you have to go like a mile deep before you start going horizontal. Yeah. <laughs> 
that's a strange <laughs> request. <laughs> uh, and I'm pretty sure there's plenty we can uh, analyze about that. But, you know, this is somewhat of a PG podcast. Yeah. Now that we've discovered new depths. And we must continue. Uh, space herpes. <laughs> Keeping it PG. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's been news articles recently, mm-hmm. you know, everyone's talking about it. Mm-hmm. When astronauts go to space, they contract herpes. Where are they getting it? Where are they getting it? That's been the, that's the question that's been plaguing my mind for the past, like, couple, uh, days. It's all the space raptor butt sex. Maybe. Like, if there's, like, interspecies kind of erotica, mm-hmm. um, going on up, up, up above. Yeah. Um, interspecies, intergalactic erotica type scenarios, um, then I could kind of see why space herpes is a thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm not sure if that's true. And if that's not true, then we got to consider what if going into the depths of the earth is similar to going to the heights of space. Mm. Would we get earth's herpes? Maybe. Like Mother Nature's herpes? For going deep in the earth? I'm like the worst person you could have for this episode because I feel like I want to defer to Dave because he knows all about how the body responds to like different environments. And That's true. I would be interested in his take on uh, herpes. and. I don't how, think he's a herpes expert. Well, I mean, like... I don't think he knows much about herpes. He knows about how... He's cha- kind of a nerdy guy. How changing conditions affect our physiology and if you're in space and that makes you more susceptible to that sort of thing? Like, how would uh, being underground impact that? I feel like he would know that. Well, I mean, when I read in the article that, you know, there's a few reasons, and one of the reasons they're positing, you know, the the Mm -hmm. boring people. Yeah. The boring people are positing that it's just stress-induced. Because, I guess, going to space (laughs) is stressful. (laughs) Stress-induced (laughs) herpes. Stress-induced herpes. (laughs) You know, like they have, but it's a virus. It's like they have, they have to have been exposed to it. Yeah. So like these, you know, you can go into space. Have you ever watched Armageddon? Well, in this Armageddon movie, they're about to go to the space and like the night before they all launch, like they're supposed to be getting rest and stuff like Mm -hmm. that, but they all go to a strip club instead. Yeah. You know, and they do this. That's where it came from. That's what I'm thinking. (laughs) Is that like, I mean... Because really, I mean, yeah, sure, they had a pretty dangerous mission, but just launching yourself from a rocket by itself is a pretty dangerous yeah. mission. So, like, I bet most astronauts kind of cut loose a little bit beforehand, just a little. So I guess a lot of them, like, they get a little herp, mm-hmm. a little herp that would have never manifested in the in the confines of an Earth-led existence. Mm-hmm. But... When they go up in the space and the boom, boom rocket lurtles them forward at a bajillion bajiles mile, mm-hmm. they get herped. Mm. They get herped all up <laughs> and they start itching. And like they only have space supplies yeah. and they didn't tell anybody they had herpes when they went up. So I don't know if they have like herpes suave, solve or whatever you use for herpes. I don't know. Do you need to solve for herpes? Um, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine you do. Like you don't, you just don't see it on the shelf of that like Walgreens. Yeah. I think that would have to be a prescription kind of thing. I don't know. A prescription solve? 
I, I don't know. You know, no, no consumer grade over the counter soft. No herpes. experience with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not probing too deep. <laughs> How much do you know about herpes again? <laughs> you seem like you know a lot, Ian. <laughs> that was delicious, uh, Dick Smasher. How are you liking this verbose frenzy? It's real gingery. Gingery. Yeah. It's so, it's pretty nice though. Okay. It's um the the name is kind of apropos. You think? Yeah. Do you feel verbose? I looked uh so the definition for verbose is using or expressing in more words than are needed. <laughs> and that's kinda I haven't had any yet though. I mean, I don't know, what are we potting about? We're just talking. So far the common part. thread is dicks. Yeah. Wow, it is flowery. Yeah. It's like drinking an herb garden. Yeah. Oh my lord. Like I like I'm like looking around for honeybees, like trying to get at me, you know? Like honeybees being like, fuck off my flower garden, bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck you up. Like that kind of honeybee. Yeah. You know? Some of those bumblebees, honeybees are kinda like that. Like if you get into a really herby, wild flowery place, I mean they're like everywhere. Yeah. And like if you go to sniff up something, they're gonna think you're trying to snort them up and they're gonna attack you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> so like space herpes are their thing. Like so do you think like when doppelgang bangers come up from the space, um, that they all have space herpes and like maybe herpes in itself is actually just a space S C D? A space an S S T D? Maybe. Doppelgang bangers. All those tentacly doppelgang bangers got the space herpes. I mean, I might imagine if like you're going all over the universe, you know, touching things, you're gonna yeah. have a few SSTDs. That yeah, makes sense. Well, itchy all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, so last episode, mm-hmm. I, I I kind of we got really excited about a segment. We got super excited about me going out in the Hamtramck Music Festival with a recorder, interviewing yeah. people. And it seemed we're like a good idea. It. it did seem like a great idea at the time. Mm-hmm. But the problem with that yeah. is the Hamtramck Music Festival is fucking popular. Yeah. And cold as hell. <laughs> it was like the worst weekend for it. Yeah, it was raining like icicles. Yeah. You know, um, very disgusting out. And that's why I stayed inside all weekend. Right. Yeah. You were in, you didn't even exit your robe. <laughs> like I've got him trying music festival pictures and the only ones with Ian are when he's at home drinking scotch <laughs> in a robe with a cat around his neck. <laughs> okay. Ian, you coming? Uh, I was like, Nope. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even ask when I was there <laughs> looking at you and I was like, this guy's not going anywhere. <laughs> we're hanging out. You know, this is the venue for the time, which was fine by me because yeah. those venues were packed to the gills. Mm-hmm. It was fire code violation after fire code <laughs> violation all over town. And like the fire department has like three people and it's good for the economy, they say. Although I don't believe it. It's too many people. Like maybe only 30% of them can ever get a drink because yeah, the bar is always like six people deep, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like... Even if you are drinking and you're trying to drink a lot, you know, and, you know, partake in so much commercial affair and Hamtramck so mm-hmm. that it's an economic boost. Like 
it's a buying a beer is like a 20 minute transaction yeah at the least you know which is and they're like you're just gonna be standing in a massive thing away from people which is why they need to do a festival in the springtime people can just pour out and shit yeah between sets you know there could be like street vendors and shit selling hats i don't know we should do a scott cast festival that would be great yeah, like a Scott Cast led festival, all as a fundraiser mm-hmm. for our hole. Yeah, that we're trying to fill with love and warmth, Scott Cast City. <laughs> I feel like they do one in the spring where it's like, I don't know that they need permits and stuff. It's like not an official thing, but just like people jamming on their porches. That's like October. Yeah. Yeah, the Hamtramck Neighborhood Arts Festival. It's one of those. There's a lot of festivals on it. Yeah, which ones? Which that's my thing with it, though. Like Labor Day festivals, like during warmth time, but it's I don't know. It's not quite what I'm looking for. Yeah, because it's just a it's just a kind of like a weird carnival. Mm -hmm. Um, but like that music festival thing where like the whole town is open Mm -hmm. and everyone's doing stuff, and like the idea is is to explore Hamtramck. It's always during shitty weather. Like the Hamtramck Neighborhood Arts Festival is like in late October, mm. you know, just when it's getting shitty. Yeah. Just do it a month before and it'll be better. Yeah. But no, you got to do it in the middle of the fall. I don't know why. That's why I'm building a city <laughs> because these ideas don't make sense. And I've got so much better ideas. <laughs> I would be a great God King. Mm-hmm. I would because I'm just potting. I'm just here to like shoot shit and try to make problems better with simple ideas. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to control your life too much, just enough. <laughs> you know, that's not bad. And Ian's here, and he, you don't like totalitarians. No, you're you're pretty vocally against like anything that tries to take rights away from people. Correct. And you're pro Scott Cast City, pro God King. Yeah. Well, I also, I don't want to be responsible for everything in my life. Mm-hmm. I want to be responsible for certain things. Right. Like what? Uh, I mean, I want to make decisions about things that affect me directly, about... Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't care about those things. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I can't list them for you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what you want to take control of. Yeah. I mean... It's nothing like, I just don't want anybody to tell me like what I can and can't do. Right. Aside from unless those things like affect other people. Yeah. Which seems reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Like a little bit of, you know, a little bit of education is different. Yeah. And I'm saying Scott Cast City has God King. Scott, I don't make you do anything you don't have to. Only things that are good for you. Like listen to Scott Cast <laughs> and live in a hole. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's it's for your progeny, really. You know, your fair-skinned progeny who, who would never survive during the com- coming apocalypse. I mean, really, anybody won't survive in the coming apocalypse when it comes down to brass tacks. Yeah. So Scott Cast City is, you know, all for one and all for Scott. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the motto. <laughs> I like that motto. All for one and all for Scott. Because it says one thing in the first part. And then it clarifies it in the second, you know, and it yeah. gets you on board and, and then, and then it gets you hooked. <laughs> <laughs> you 
You know, it's good for postcards. Yeah. You know, all the postcards are just going to be flat black because it's going to be dark in Skycast <laughs> City for a while. You know, there's not going to be a lot of sights, but that's not a, the point. Yeah. And that's what the back of the card's for. It's for you to write, oh, I know it's dark, but you know, it's kind of cool. There's a Starbucks. <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a police force. Hamtramck Avengers. <sighs> Bat Dick. He patrols the streets at night when the Hamtramck Avengers can't, you know, muster up justice. By the way, we're, I'm totally going to... Oh, no, we got a bug. Um, we destroy the bug. Eat it. Eat it. Thank you, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we got this new t-shirt design I'm working on. We do. And it's based off a very short episode. That wasn't actually a full episode. It was a tag along to the end of an episode called Bat Dick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ian drew a quick sketch right after the show because... Uh, oh, man, that was a while back. I forgot about it that. It was a long time ago. It was. We're pretty, making a Bat Dick shirt? We're making a Bat Dick shirt. Nice. Yeah, I've, I've I've got some working files in my computer where I've sketched it out. I've I've showed you some of my revisions to your original drawing. Mm-hmm. You know, I put on a utility belt. It's kind of a cock ring, <laughs> and um, and and and, I, and it's kind of I, I gave it a more defiant curve. Mm-hmm. You know, but I kept a few of your details, like you put little bad ears on the tip of it. Yeah, and um. It's got a, like a big vein going on. <laughs> yeah, a big vein, a nice little vein, and and, and it's got um, nice wings. It's got mm-hmm. like wings, like a bat. So it's kind of um, a different take on the Batman. Yeah, that's uh, Bat Dick, and will be available in the Scott Cast store soon. Possibly when this episode drops. I'm pretty excited. That's exciting. I'm going to send it to Ian for revisions. <laughs> my thoughts. Like should this, should, should should there be a dick seg- signal? <laughs> should it look like the dick or should we make a different symbol for the dick bat dick you know well, I'm excited about that I might have to buy a bat dick shirt I got my Hamtramck Avenger shirt that I'm you can't wear the bat dick shirt for your therapy Friday no I don't, I, Friday. I don't even wear my I thought about it the Hamtramck Avenger right. shirt but I haven't worn it to work because then too many I questions. Questions, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because that's that's a shirt that lends itself to questions. Yeah, and I don't want to have to clarify any of that. <laughs> but it's a good weekend shirt. Check out this pod where I talk about the dicks movies where people fuck dead people. And <laughs> oh yeah, that's the first episode, by the way. There can we go. We go further from there. <laughs> that's before we knew what we were talking about. <laughs> Now we do. If you go to episode 60-something, we talk about dicks. Mm-hmm. The whole thing. It's not the first time we did a whole episode on dick. It's not. That's that's what's so great about ScottCast is like we sit down at the table, and even if all we got for subjects is dick, we still put out a fire-ass pod. <laughs> what up? Run out of topics? Let's talk about dicks. That's right. You know, like we talk about all sorts of dick. We talk about actual dick. We talk about people being dicks. We talk about Ian Dixon, you know. We drink some dicks. We drink something with dicks in it. (laughs) (laughs) And, (laughs) And of course, you know. uh, We're going to consult our dick professional, uh, Drew. Oh yeah, and we're and we've got a dick <laughs> professional where we're consulting. I mean, it's, it's fantastic. This is this is how it should be. 
So is that, is that, is that kind of where we are? Is that what we learned today? I, I guess it's all about dicks, you know, that's yeah. And like, even with dick for shit to talk about, mm-hmm. we still put out an amazing podcast. This is a shorter podcast than most, but I think it's, I think it's, I think yeah. it's money all the way through, you know, and that's what I'm going for. I'm trying to mm-hmm. do more compact pods that have yeah. a lot more energy and like punch in the face kind of feel. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of more dick subjects just in case I miss something. Mm. I have an idea for a book I'm doing and I could just tag it at the end of this one. You're doing a book. I'm going to write a book. Well, I just had the idea for writing a book. I don't know if I'm going to actually write it. But here's the idea. It's death row. All the prisoners are talking amongst each other. Mm-hmm. There's a Napoleonic figure amongst them. Mm-hmm. And he leads them to revolt. And in the death row, where they're locked in, they become master over the guards and all the people. And it's a psychological study over how everybody reacts to the prospect of impending death. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It needs a little bit of work. I was reading New Jack, but like there's this story where um, a guy uh, in New Jack, uh, he's a guard, and like he used to be like a rookie kind of like carefree guard, mm-hmm. right? And like he's known to the guy who's writing it as um, this hard scrabbled, like uh, really tough, like kind of knowingly tough guy. Mm hmm. And he's got cigarette burns all up on his arm, mm-hmm. like six cigarette burns where there's no hair. Yeah. And he looked into it and like this guy was a part of this scenario where death row inmates overtook the, the, the gallery and like, like basically like run ram shot and like made hell for like a few days before they can, before they can do anything about it. And I was just like, wow, that's intense and plot heavy and Eh, might as well give it a shot. It sounded fun. I was driving when I did this. So I think this might be just spring brain talking mm-hmm. where I'm like, oh, that's an amazing idea. Let's devote 5,000 hours to that right now. Yeah. You know, but hey, what are you going to do? That's what springtime gives you a bounty. You just got to be there to reap it. Yeah. yeah. People think reaping's for fall. No, reaping's for spring where the ideas grow plenty. Cool. <laughs> All right, so this has been the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast. How you doing, Ian? I bid the adieu. Is this where we're at? See you later, Scottcastigators. We sound really uncertain about this. Oh, I am uncertain. Oh, well. See you guys. <laughs>